Just to try and motivate them to be like, hey, you're going to be working by yourself for the majority of the time and it's going to feel like it sucks, but you got this. Yeah, and it's like, um, it doesn't matter if you make it to like how it would would have been right. if we were in school, but just try and improve from the person that you were yesterday, you know? Just do the best that you can in the situation <sighs> that we're in and we're all good. That's what I'm doing. So I just got all my like mini whiteboard and everything to try and make the featureless white void behind me a little bit more interesting <laughs> for the kids. So like a John Green thing. I mean, no, John Green has less of a featureless white void and he's more charismatic than me. Yeah, so I don't know about that. It, well, <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> that's the hot take that's going to get me cancelled. I just like, that's he's that's not it. for me as a person. Like, I don't think he's a bad person. Just I, I his whole vibe isn't for me. <laughs> I don't think his books are that great. Absolutely not. That's my hot take. I bought Hank's book because uh, I, I like him a lot more. And so. Oh, yeah. Hank is Hank is a cool guy. But I read The Fallen Our Stars and I was like, this is obvious. 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 And I couldn't like, I couldn't get into it because I knew what was going to happen. Every single twist, I was like, yep, called it. Yeah. <laughs> and so like at the end where I was like, oh, I cried so much at the end. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> It felt very much like a like tropey, like Tuck Everlasting, Bridge to Terabithia. It was so Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> and yeah, I just. Manic Pixie Dream Boy. Yeah, mm, August. He is. His name is August, enough said. <laughs> yeah, mm, he's a bit of a creep. <laughs> and I didn't like it very much. But anyway. Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 21. Woohoo! We have so many new people this week and last we week. We do! So oh my gosh! If you are new here, welcome. I Hi. highly recommend that you listen to the podcast in order because we have updates. <laughs> so yeah. you might want to go back to episode one. There's some real bonkers shit back there. That really is. Oh my god, do you know what I did not bring upstairs with me? Hmm. Morgan oh. sent me a gift. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna run and get it real okay. quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> gonna close all of my tabs. The charms. <laughs> the charms of doom. All right, we need to do a sound test for the chimes of doom. Yay! All right, here we go. Lovely. That is the chimes of doom. Sounds very ominous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna put these right here. In addition to them being like nice and chill and mellow, like meditative, because yeah, <laughs> we need that. I was thinking, mm -hmm. you know, every time you I'm reading and you hear a red flag, ding. <laughs> uh, there we go. Op is 41 and his girlfriend is 27. <laughs> There we go. Number one. They've been dating for three months and they moved in together? <laughs> exactly. There we go. Awesome. That was a very exciting surprise. <laughs> I opened them up and I was like, what is this? Because I was trying to find like like sound effects that I could insert. And it is surprisingly hard to find like sound effects to just that are just like in a file by themselves. Which I'm sure that yeah. if, if you know people out there my new people uh where i can just find stock sound effects please like let me know horrible sound effects of <laughs> dire things happening and air horn has to have air horn and air horns yes <laughs> oh, we get air horns that would be great well uh our next order of business is that uh i just wanted to say up top for this one we've got a couple trigger warnings in this episode <laughs> oof okay uh, nothing like too extreme but you can check the episode description uh i have an update from last week that's kind of rough and then the last episode or the last segment i have for today so yeah so on that note i have an update Yay. from last week for Please i walked in on me. my son having yes. sex with my brother 
yes, life. That's the one I hoped it was. And it's about as bad as we expected. So this was like about three or four days after um, she originally posted. Okay. So she says, first, I just want to thank everyone for all the advice I got from my original post. I'm sorry for not replying to any comments. I think I only replied to one. My head was all over the place. I'll try to keep this update short. So for those who are not listening to me and <laughs> listening to these episodes <laughs> out of order, um, OP walked in on her 18-year-old son having sex with her 34-year-old sister-in-law. And she hadn't told anybody. She was like, what do I do? Which was understandable. Okay, so. As was suggested by many of the comments, I decided to tell my husband first and proceed from there. My husband lost it. He first thought it was a joke. We talked about the issue and we decided we should first talk to our son before telling my brother. Very good. Good move. Yes. Smart move. We confronted our son with what I saw. He already knew what was going on as he saw my Reddit post and put two and two together. Ooh. He didn't deny anything. He confessed. He told us that him and sister-in-law have been having sex since February of last year. He was what? 17 at the time. My son said it started on sister-in-law's birthday party, which he attended. They got drunk and had sex in a bathroom, and they have been meeting at hotels ever since what? and sneaking off at family gatherings. They got drunk and had sex in a bathroom. Oh, that's so trashy. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> After my son's confession, my husband just lost it and told my son to leave the house and go to our condo in town as he didn't want to see him in front of him at the moment. She, uh, not a lot of punctuation, a lot of misspellings here, so I'm doing what I can. No, you're fine. When my son was gone, my husband stormed into my brother's room and told my brother everything. Sister-in-law was not in the house at that moment. My brother lost it and packed his stuff, took the kids, and left. He asked where my son had gone. He said he wanted to teach him a lesson. We didn't tell him and he eventually <laughs> left. Sister-in-law didn't return. I think my brother might have called her or my son warned her and she's afraid to come back. Her things are still in the house. In all the screaming and shouting, my daughters heard everything and are devastated that their family might be ruined. They miss their brother and are afraid my husband won't ever let him in the house again. My husband hates all forms of infidelity to the core and has always drilled this into our two eldest children that they must never cheat on anyone or be in a relationship with someone who is in a relationship. I know I did nothing wrong in this, but how will I ever look my brother in the eye again? He won't answer uh, any calls or text my husband. Okay, he won't answer any calls or texts. My husband said I should give him time to heal. My son has left the condo because he is afraid of what my brother will do to him and is now hiding at a friend's and he won't tell us which friend. No word on sister-in-law. I'm like, again, staring into the camera because it's like, honey, he's with the sister-in-law. Yeah, he's clearly with the sister-in-law. They're in a hotel somewhere. Uh, info. Sister-in-law was the one who initiated sex the first time my son and her slept together. She was the one booking hotel rooms, buying my son dinner and lunches, and my Ooh. son was even and receiving an allowance from her. That's, That's like textbook grooming behavior? Absolutely. Gross. Yeah, so that's a whole post. Um, she responds to a couple of comments. She, uh, she, OP, called all of the parents of his friends and none have seen him, which could either mean that A, they're lying to protect him, which is not necessarily a bad thing, or that mm, he's with yeah. the sister-in-law. He's with the sister-in-law. There is absolutely no way that He's hiding out at a friend's place. Like, especially if she's also gone AWOL. They're in some hotel together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I just, the dad's reaction is so bad. And hers oh, too. Yeah. It's like, your son was groomed by this predator who's m twice his age, exactly twice his age, and you're blaming it on him, who was a child? I mean, this could be an example of... Well, my son's a boy, so he can't get groomed. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you, you see it a lot when when uh, male rape survivors like show up in places like Reddit and things, and people say things like, oh, you weren't really raped, I bet you enjoyed every second of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, there was a post recently, really recently, like within the last couple of weeks, where a guy was basically date-raped by his best friend and girlfriend, and the comments were just terrible. Like... Oh, I don't know why you're complaining. You definitely cheated on your girlfriend. Just because you were drunk, it doesn't mean that you were raped. Mm. Like, it was it was awful. This could be one of those cases where... I mean, he is 18 now. So in the parents' eyes, maybe he's an adult. But in this situation, he was 17 when it first started. So he was a minor. He was 
he he couldn't get the alcohol himself. Right. So somebody gave him the alcohol again because he's a minor. He's eighteen. So he was coerced, basically. Yeah, and I don't know if this is like controversial, but the fact that she initiated the sex makes me feel like this is not a controversial statement. That no. a thirty-four-year-old getting drunk is different than a seventeen-year-old getting drunk. Oh yeah, for sure. Because for sure. they don't have as much experience with alcohol and how they feel and how they act and you know a 34 year old is probably much more comfortable with alcohol and it was her birthday party ridiculous right that's so wild but then you know she carried it on she was buying him things which is grooming you know getting hotel mm-hmm. rooms she was doing all this stuff and kept it going giving him an allowance Ooh. that's the bit where i was like this is ski city yeah yeah i i really like this comment that has like a billion awards this person responded i had a separate comment but you and your husband need to get your fucking shit together she's a grown-ass woman who is fucking and grooming a child he was 17 i don't give a fuck if your man-child husband hates infidelity most of us do but she's a grown-ass woman in her 30s who holds most of this bag she is the one who is married she is the one who has kids and a family to think about she made the choice to statutorily rape a minor 17 and 18 year old kids aren't known for their thorough and intelligent (laughs) adult decisions you need to tell your brother to back off your son and worry about his pedophile wife in fact you should probably make sure they aren't together right now maybe be a parent and look to protect your child from a fucking predator why aren't you looking for your sister-in-law to teach her a lesson if the genders were reversed no one would be calling for a girl's head at 18 this is no different that's yeah that's that's that part of the comment is exactly what i think and most of is the, oh go ahead no no, no if, if if the genders were reversed this would be a hot completely different conversation happening wouldn't it and normally i hate that that comment because it's usually not made in good faith but in this case it 100 percent applies like if it was a, a an 18 year old daughter and her uncle who is 34 like it's a no-brainer so yeah Ah, well... So that's the update. I wonder if they're gonna have another one. Let me check real quick before we move on. I really hope that he starts to realize that this is not normal. Yes. And he's not in love, and this is Mm -hmm. not because he is special and she loves him. This is predatory behavior. This is she can get away with it, and she can have a cake and eat it too, right? So, oof. Big oof. Okay, so no update. This was 18 days ago. Oof. Yeah. I feel pretty bad for the the brother also, and the kids who are now involved in this. Like, I, I mean, we talked about that last week, didn't we? Yeah. There, there was no way anybody was going to come out of that conversation on top. Um, yeah. But there's so much collateral damage here that it's like, even if we can get to the point where... Son realizes he was groomed and brother gets his divorce, whatever. There's still so much fallout from this that this isn't ever going to be fixed. Yeah, and it seems like all of the adults in this situation are acting as poorly as they could. Like, the kicking him out thing. Like, okay, yes, you need to move him somewhere else for his safety. Sure. Yes. However, they are completely avoiding any sort of support. It seems like they're actively trying to not support him. Like, because they think that they made a mistake together as opposed to your sister-in-law chose to groom your child. Yeah. So that's that update. Like, And I think last week I made the comment like, oh, at least it's a sister-in-law so that like they can just get rid of her. But like all the adults are just set on acting as badly as possible in in this i mean all the information that we got in this update has skewed perceptions from what we had last week right Mm -hmm. last week we we were leaning more towards wow everybody's horrible in this situation and how did they think they could get away with this whereas this week it's like oh crap yeah a lot more information about the the grooming and the the duration is what does it right like i think we said that last week it's the combination of the duration and the money aspect Mm -hmm. like the control aspect right yeah and the fact that she did buy him so much stuff makes it pretty obvious that they're together right now like Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have anybody 
Like, he now is going to run to her because he is going to perceive her as the only adult in his life who is being supportive and who is on his side because his parents sure aren't. I mean, who else was he going to call? In those 10 minutes where he's leaving the house, his, his, his stuff is packed. Right. Who, who else is he going to call? He can't call his uncle to get support from him. Both of his parents are out of the picture. It's going to be her, always. Yeah. So, and she's probably told him, hey, you can't tell anybody. So it's it's... It's highly unlikely he is with a friend mm -hmm. because if he was staying with a friend, he'd have to he'd have to come clean. He'd have to fess up. Yeah, I'm hoping that he reads these because if he did see the previous one, he probably saw this one. And I'm hoping that he reads the comments because they're generally very supportive of him as long as you sort by best and not by controversial because <laughs> there are some of those real bad ones. But most of the top comments are like the one that I read, which is like, you are not handling this well and you need to be on your son's side and not anybody else's side a an 18 year old boy is still a boy yes i know they may look like a man and they may behave like a man but they are not they're still a boy yeah you don't magically mature at age 18 right it's still a process it's not like men are not automatically more adult than women if you take an 18 year old girl and an 18 year old boy and put them next to each other they are the same so people who differentiate by saying he's 18 he should be able no 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 he's 18 yeah and this started like with everything we've just been saying the money the alcohol all that <laughs> yeah Jesus. i mean i think about how i mean i'm only 30 and i think about how i was when i was 18 versus how i am now like completely different i mean i'd like to say completely different to how I was when I was 18. I, I like to think that I'm thematically the same yeah. as I was when I was 18, but more mature. Well, a lot more, you know, experienced. <laughs> well, I'm a lot more savvy than I was at 18. I'd like to think I was, but I'm well-renowned for my book smarts, not for my street smarts. <laughs> I was, uh, when I was looking for housing my junior year of college, or before my junior year of college, I, um was looking on Craigslist for rentals and I almost got taken by one of those ads that's like, oh, I'm just going to be out of the country for a year. So I just need someone to take care of my house. It's like fully furnished. You can just stay there for really cheap. Um, But like, I'm going to give you a check that's worth more and you just more than what your rent is and you just no! cash it and give me the change. And then the check bounces. But yeah, it. I, I almost got tricked by one of those until I asked an adult. <laughs> Hey, is this a bad idea? <laughs> Holy shit, yes. Even right now, I'm sometimes like, I need an adult. <laughs> Someone. Oh, I'm always like that. Like, when I'm, when I'm at work, I'm always looking around for a more adulty adult than me. I'm like, you, you know what, you look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> How do I do this? It doesn't help, but I have quite, I, I have quite a young looking face. So parents treat me like I'm a lot younger than I actually am. Mm -hmm. Like when I have parent meetings or whatever. They talk to me like I'm a literal child. And then I'm looking around at the other teachers like, help me. <laughs> You're all big adults. I'm a little adult and I need you to help me. Yeah, yeah my purple haired. Well, when I'm inside, it's kind of hard to tell that it's purple. So it doesn't like, it doesn't look super bright. Uh, like when I'm in a parent teacher meeting. But I feel like that doesn't help my credibility. <laughs> whatever. I don't care. Makes me happy. Yes. And as long as it makes you happy. Everyone else can shut up. <laughs> okay, well, uh, are you ready for your palate cleanser? Yes, I've had my, I've had my uh, aperitif. Mm, I'm ready. So, we have, am I the asshole? Ages are not important. Am I the asshole for calling my neighbor a cunt after she reported my pet penguin to the HOA? What? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much going on! <laughs> yeah, it's like a roller coaster because I'm like, neighbor a cunt? Bad. Reported pet <laughs> penguin? Good? Ooh, uh, to the HOA? Bad. Bad? <laughs> a pet penguin's even legal? And it doesn't say what state he's in. He's uh, American. People are guessing kind of Texas, because he's got a big this backyard. This is some Tiger King bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. My neighbor is in an HOA, unfortunately. However, this HOA was created 10 years ago, and about 40% of the neighborhood refused to join it including the previous <laughs> homeowners who sold me the house. And thank God they did because our HOA are a bunch of suburban fascists, little Mussolinis who dictate everything we do. At this point, I just want to say to our British viewers, yes. listeners, 
An HOA is like a school council, right? Except it's made up of people who live in the same neighbourhood. And you pay little fees, and in return for the fees, they, like, clean up the neighbourhood, make safe spaces, whatever. Sometimes you get, like, a community pool. Right. But on the flip side of that is you have to sign this ridiculous contract about things like you can't park your car on the street, and no noise after 10pm, and hey, you can't build your foot, your fence any taller than five feet. Like, weird... Really petty bullshit. You have to get approval before painting your house. And some people will literally come out with a ruler and be like, your lawn is too tall. You need to cut it or we'll fine you. And a lot of it is to do with like property values. So people want to keep the neighborhood nice and they want to keep property values high. So expect these HOAs to be filled with old people and Karens. Because it was designed originally to keep black people out of nicer neighborhoods. It's a terrible segregationist, racist, classist, awful thing that should not exist, but unfortunately does. So now you know about the HOA. And home home searching that's a word home house hunting in a in a major city right now the hoa fees can be anywhere from 150 dollars a month to i did see one that was 500 dollars a month but they tend to be more Uh, around 250 it's terrible trying to buy a house and not get in an hoa it's just almost impossible yeah so but fortunately it seems like only 40 percent of the neighborhood uh or 40% of the neighborhood refused to join the HOA. Good. Which should we say that stands for Homeowners Association? Yes, the Homeowners Association. So only 60% of the neighbors are in this HOA. So he has at least 40% um, support. That's good. I have a pet penguin. Some Brazilian guy had it where I lived, and he didn't want it anymore, so he gave it to me. He said he rescued it from some abusive owners, and it is unfit to live in a zoo or to be put back in the wild, as it never grew up with other penguins. I have a massive pond in my backyard where my turtles and carp and koi live. My fish are way too big for the penguin to eat, so I'm not worried about that. And here we got filtered water for him. He's really happy here. I am not friends with anyone on the HOA board because they're a bunch of cunts. So I never invite them to any barbecues or parties that I host. Before you call me the asshole for that, the HOA board right now is trying to take away a woman's house because she is four months late on her HOA fees. They raised the fees by 25% and she currently has heart issues and all of her money is being spent on surgery. So yeah, fuck those people. Oh yeah, they can take your house away if you don't pay for the fees or the um or the fines that they give you for having your lawn too tall. Yeah, and the fines can be stupidly excessive. Yeah. So, yeah. There's this woman, Teresa, who actively roams the neighborhood and posts violations on Nextdoor, and she often goes into people's property to take photos. I, of course, am not friends with her either, and she went over into my backyard and was taking photos of my pet penguin and my pond. I heard a bunch of noise, and I walked over to see her chasing my penguin around trying to grab him. (laughs) I told her she had 30 seconds to leave my property before I forcibly removed her. She left, but posted all of it on Nextdoor, and the HOA is now trying to find me. I don't know if they forgot I'm not a part of it, so when they came to my door to explain it, I said, I'm not a part of the HOA, fuck you and fuck off. And I slammed the door in their face. Correct response. (laughs) The HOA is now trying to get their local authorities involved because they don't like my pond. It's against their regulations to own ponds, and they're trying to make me get rid of it. They don't like the penguin or my turtles or koi. They keep trying to talk to me on compromising and every time I yell at them to fuck off and go away. The last time they brought me some paperwork of them trying to argue that what I'm doing is not allowed and quote, I should be considerate to the community and I knocked it out of their hands. The HOA members and Teresa are bitching about me on next door and it started a massive dispute which is dividing the neighborhood. Most of them are pissed at the HOA because my shit doesn't bother anyone and there's actually issues that they're disregarding like broken sidewalks and other facilities that need maintenance. I'm having a barbecue and Karen is saying I'm bullying her by not inviting her since most of the neighborhood is coming. A couple of other people backed her up and I said she's a massive cunt for reporting everyone's bullshit violation (laughs) and trying to take away my pets so she can go fuck herself. Edit, since the first commenter didn't understand that I am not in the HOA, the penguin vid is in the comments, links in the post always cause my post to have issues. So, here's the penguin. Oh my god, I I want to preface this by saying I fucking love penguins. (laughs) (laughs) They're like my favourite zoo animals and every time me and Chase are in a different town and there's a zoo, we have to go to the zoo and go see the penguins. That's it. Oh my god, it's the best! (laughs) Look at that little sucker! 
Oh, he's flapping his little tail. <laughs> That's for him. Oh, I could watch this on repeat all day. He's so cute. Yeah, so he's oh got, like, God. it's a pretty big pond. It's you can't see pond. all of it, but it's probably bigger than a penguin exhibit at the zoo. I mean, he doesn't look like an Arctic-type penguin. I think he's probably one of those South African types. Yeah. Like, but but they're, they're pretty substantial. Like, penguins aren't small animals. They're pretty big. If you put a penguin next to my cat, I think the penguin would win. <laughs> so... Your cat's also a wuss. <laughs> well, my cat is a wuss, but he's, he's a beefy boy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a big cat. He weighs in at about... 12, 13 pounds, and he's about three feet long. So, when he stretches, not just in <laughs> general, because that's, that's <laughs> kind of ridiculous. But you, you, need, you need space for a penguin. Lots of space. Oh my god, he's so cute. I'm just watching this thing. <laughs> I'll post I this with the so episode, much. obviously. So, I check on Twitter, y'all. Give him a name. Can I give him a name? He doesn't have a name in the post, so. I'm going to call him Larry. Larry the Penguin. Yeah. Um. So, Larry's not bothering anybody. Like, he's one, yeah, he is one of those smaller penguins, so I don't think he's going to be bothering like the wildlife. He's just a happy little guy flapping around and he's just swimming. I mean, what can penguins really do? <laughs> they can't fly, so he's not getting out of the yard. They can't fly. They can't dig. All he can do is swim and waddle about, adorably, but that's all they could do. So <sighs> this guy, the way he rides, is so good. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he really doesn't. And HOAs are so unnecessary mm-hmm. that I kind of, I, I'm I'm behind him 100%. Leave this poor penguin alone and fuck off. And especially since he's not part of the HOA. Right. This is the wildest part of this to me. Not even the fucking penguin in the pond. He's not a part of the HOA and yet some bitch is wandering around his garden taking pictures and terrorizing his pets. That's breaking and entering? Surely? It's trespass at least. They're walking around committing literal crimes to try and get this guy, I don't know, fined? Like, what could they really do? And HOAs are literally just like retired people looking to cause a fuss and keep themselves busy and like bother (laughs) other people. It's just busybodies. That's all it is. It's those people who like curtain twitch and they're always saying, ooh, that's Sandra down the road. Ooh. She's got that noisy car again. Like, it's really just nonsense. It's really pathetic, petty nonsense. But, like, I mean, if I was him, I'd just, I'd leave the next door app. Mm-hmm. You don't, if if the only thing that happens there is conflict and it's not useful for the community, then he doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And, and like, all that's on the next door app, if you guys don't know, this is like, like he said, Karen's to talk about your neighborhood. And it's like, oh, who's making loud noise? Oh, is this someone's cat that they lost? It's not something that forms community. It is a place for people to snitch on each other. It is slightly more petty than the ring neighborhood thing, which is mostly gunshots? Gunshots? <laughs> gunshots? My car got broken into gunshots. It's like, no, idiot. That was a firework. Go back to sleep. So (laughs) on my next door app the other day, there was one that was like, oh, who saw these kids hanging out on this corner? There there was like a public retaining wall, you know, that holds back the weeds on the corner. And there were just some like four teenagers just sitting there chatting. And someone's like, oh. Does anyone know anything about these kids hanging out here? What should I do? Should I call the cops on them? And they were literally just sitting there. And it's like, do you not just watch the news, stuff. kid? And one of their moms came on and was like, yeah, that was my kid. I said he could sit out there with his friends because he's been cooped up in the house for four months. So maybe you could have a little fucking compassion. And they're not, they weren't even being loud. They were just chatting. Yeah, it's... Next door is basically just an opportunity for people to gripe about nothing. Mm-hmm. Just like an HOA. It's like an online HOA. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's also illegal to be demanding fines from somebody who is not a part of the HOA. Yeah. So this group is doing a lot of incredibly illegal stuff. Probably more illegal than caring for a penguin. Jesus. One thing I will say where he kind of went wrong is he says some Brazilian guy had it and he said that he rescued it from some abusive owners and that it can't live in a zoo or be put back in the wild. It's like, but... Well, mm. So apparently in the comments he says, like, I called a zoo and they said they didn't want him. 
<laughs> so I feel like this must be some somewhere in the south where people are just like, oh yeah, a penguin, that's fine. You can have that. <laughs> it's not like a tiger or a lion or a bear. It's not gonna hurt anyone. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, it's like, you can just keep that. That's fine, you know. So he did try and contact zoos to be like, is this cool? Can you imagine being a vet and a guy comes in, a real normal looking guy with a penguin and you're like, I'm pretty sure I've never done penguin medicine. <laughs> like, that's that's a zoologist's job, surely? Yeah, where does he take this penguin to get his claws clipped and shit? I, I don't even know what you should do with a penguin. <laughs> do you clip their claws? I don't even know. Near me, there's there's a, an animal hospital called, like, All, All Animal Hospital. So they're like, whatever you got, bring it, as long as it's not, like, too big to fit in our door. So Jesus. Well, I hope... I hope Larry's happy. Yeah. He looks, he looks happy, happy in the video. If you guys, yeah, go to our, our Twitter, um, our the letter U, the word serious pod on Twitter, and you can see this little penguin, and you can just watch him swim around and be happy. Could Larry be our mascot? <laughs> he Well, he is a bird. He can join. There we go. Oh, yes. I'm totally into that. <laughs> I love penguins. It's the dumbest, greatest animals on Earth. Yeah, I, I like birds a lot. Oh, I like owls a lot. Owls are great. I love it when they're babies and they have big chicken drumstick legs. You're <laughs> <laughs> so silly. Owls. Yeah, when I did I send you the picture of me as a like an eight year old child holding this owl looking really smug about it? <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> I have to find that because it's like, I sent it to Chase and he said, I thought you didn't go to Hogwarts. <laughs> I'm just, I look like I'm the happiest person on earth. I just hold this owl. It's so great. Yeah, because, yeah, Chase's um, bachelor party for part of that, they, they, my husband took your husband to do yes. falconry. And then you guys gifted that to us for Christmas and we haven't been able to do it because. <sighs> Course. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that because I feel like holding like a bird of prey feel makes you just instantly feel so much cooler. It's insane. You either feel really cool or really intimidated. <laughs> it's like one of those two things because I've held, I think I've, I've definitely held an owl, and I think I've held a peregrine falcon once before. And holding an owl is fine because they're fluffy and silly. Holding a peregrine falcon is like Jesus Christ. It's very scary, and they look at you with their big yellow eyes, and you're like, it's thinking of how best to eat me. So, anyway, I don't think I have any advice for this guy. I think he's doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> just continue telling the HOA to get out of uh, here. Get security cameras. Yes, definitely get loads of security cameras. You should contact the police about the trespass anyway, but if the police is coming around to your house, maybe hide your penguin. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know how illegal that is in your state but I hope Larry's fine. Yeah, and I would maybe get it, so if he did contact the zoos and say, like, it's fine, you can have it, make sure that's in writing and print it out. Like, like yeah. here, look, I, I emailed the zoo, and they said they didn't want him and that it was fine. So I'm really just trying to give him a good home, you know, for the rest of his life. I didn't buy him, I, I just was given him, you know, all that, so. Yeah. Like, I, I, when I first read this, I was like, you shouldn't have a penguin, that's bad. But then, like, you know, his environment looks pretty good, and then he's just trying to take care of him and let him live out his natural life and he looks like a happy little boy he looks happy he's got lots of uh lots of meat on his bones and his feathers look tidy so i don't see the problem really and apparently he likes interacting with people um Aww. so that might be also why you know he can't go live with the penguins he might get bullied by the other penguins well we don't want penguins to bully each other because penguins they're all pals yeah Oh, they're all good friends. So, yeah. Did you know? Oh, let me teach you a penguin fact. Yes. Okay, so in the wild, it has been observed that some penguins are are homosexual. Mm -hmm. And if uh, a heterosexual penguin couple loses both the parents, the homosexual penguin couples will take in the orphans. <laughs> so... And so what what will happen is the homosexual penguins will like pretend to hatch rocks because they they still want to they have that child rearing instinct yeah instinct so when everybody else is breeding they'll have their little rocks and then if the other penguin parents die they'll just adopt mm. baby penguins and look after them as if they're their own kids that's how they that's what they say is like the purpose of like the the evolutionary purpose of homosexuality is like so that you have the there's the gay uncle theory like if you have a third parent who doesn't have any kids to take to take care of it, it's good for the offspring so that sounds like that's evidence for that penguins Aww, that's so bros. cute so penguins are great everybody should love penguins uh you should 
definitely be donating to things like really good wildlife sanctuaries because they're going to be suffering as well in the quarantine mm-hmm. times and you should be donating to save penguins. What zoo has the best penguin live cam live stream? Ooh, I mean, the Monterey Aquarium has a really awesome live stream. They, they have a great Twitter presence and uh, really good live streams. Um, Edinburgh Zoo, I think, has good penguin live streams, but I haven't had a look recently. And I think San Diego Zoo does penguin live streams too. Edinburgh Zoo, it's great when the penguins are allowed out of the enclosure, which they're not at the moment because they do a penguin parade. Mm. And the penguins walk from one pond to another mm. like they would in the wild. And then they go for a big swim and have their fish and whatever. And they, they stream the, the penguin parade. Aww, which is, that's so which is cute. I think the Vancouver Zoo also has like a variety. They have like otters, sea otters, penguins. Oh, I love sea otters. And then uh, jellyfish, which to me seems like chill. Jellyfish. You just, yeah, yeah. it's like a screensaver. <laughs> I would like a jellyfish. I can only watch jellyfish for a little bit though, because then they start to freak me out. Mm, yeah. There's this part in Outer Wilds, not to be confused with Outer Worlds, where you have to go underneath a giant jellyfish. Mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go like, uh, yeah, so you can get past like a force field thing. And yeah, it's terrifying, especially as someone with mm. thalassophobia. It's a fear mm. of deep water. Deep water is chill, but things that live in deep water are exactly. not chill. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Jam. I talked about that a few episodes ago. Yeah, you talked about the dead whale. But yeah, that, that video game along with Sea of Thieves and a story about my uncle helps me kind of get over it. Every fantasy game has giant spiders in it, so I just have to not. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always awful. Yeah, that's why I prefer post-apocalypse. I'll take a death claw. Thank you. Giant spiders. Why? I don't understand. Just leave them out. I wish when you started a fantasy game, there was an option to just turn off giant spiders. Oh, there's a new game coming out that that has a uh, an arachnophobia slider. <gasps> this is exactly what I just asked for. So you can be like, I am the most arachnophobic, and then it just turns them into like spheres with legs, like <laughs> no detail whatsoever. But then you could be like, I'm not arachnophobic, and it makes them look like horrifying. That's exactly what I just asked for. That's like immediate wish fulfillment. Yeah. I love that. Oh, the new the new game that's coming out. Uh, that's like the, it looks like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, Grounded! Yeah! So, it's by Obsidian, speaking of Death Claws, um, they did Fallout New Vegas. Hell and yeah! And, yeah, you, it has a, an arachnophobia slider. <laughs> so there's different settings! Oh, that's cool. I won't send this to you because it does show the most scary part. Yeah, please don't show me, don't show me the big But it's like, it. okay, we take all the legs away, and then we just turn it into two spheres with eyes. <laughs> With just like abstract awesome. red eyes. Because it is the eyes, this is the legs that's the worst bit. Like the rest of the spider is fine. It looks like there's different kind settings. Of. Yeah, so it's got like, you can just keep all the legs, just have four legs, take away the legs, take away just the pincers. No yeah. Yeah, no pincers either. I don't want that. And just two eyes, please. That Just to make it not spider. Yeah, and this is just like a smooth <laughs> orb. It doesn't even have any textures. <laughs> It's like oh, a smooth yeah. orb with eyes, me, so you can see which direction Give me looking. smooth orbs with eyes <laughs> instead of spiders. That's... Oh, I can deal with that. That's so That's cool. And this person is talking about how they loved Skyrim until... Yes, <laughs> but that it's like every fantasy game. You'll be walking around, and it's normally like, just as you're getting to the end of the tutorial section, then they're kind of letting you out on your own, and you kind of have a grasp on the controls, and then suddenly giant spider. It's like, why? I don't need this. So this that's a nice... I would like to see that more. We're way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Animals. Animals. Penguins are cool. Except spiders, I can fuck off. Anyway, okay, so I think... I don't know, you you guys tell me on Twitter, is I think this might be a contender for the worst asshole of the year. Ooh, let's do it. And I've been sitting on this one a little bit because you gotta really even it out. Okay, we've had Larry. We know that Larry's safe and happy, so that's... I'm going to keep that in my heart while you read. Um, so OP is 28. Her sister is 36. Uh-huh. And she has two kids, but isn't they all there? Uh, am I the asshole for telling a social worker the real reason my sister wants a foster kid? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, have, I have the chime beater in my hand. I'm <laughs> yeah, ready, ready to sound the, the chimes of doom. Yes, good to test that out. Okay, so I'm 28. My sister's 36. She, uh, yeah, female. OP is. For the sake of the story, I'll just call her Jane. Jane is married to Bob, and they have two kids, a boy and a girl. 
My niece and nephew are wonderful kids and are no trouble at all. They fight as siblings do, but nothing big. I love them. Now, for about two years, I did live with my sister. It was a miserable time that really affected our relationship. She saw me as free labor, money, and babysitting. Even when I managed to get a small part-time job, she demanded that I hand over nearly half of my pay or get out. It was hell, as she took complete advantage of me. I moved out as soon as I could, and we have little contact outside of family gatherings. Now, after I moved out, she started complaining how, quote, she has no help with the kids and never gets a break. I babysit sometimes, but I have made it clear just because I am off work does not mean I want an eight-hour day with my niece and nephew. Good boundary setting. Yes. Anyway, she started talking about how she wanted to foster a kid. Not just a kid, but a teenager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I pressed her for more info on this. She wants to adopt a teenager, so she has a live-in babysitter for her kids. This is her logic. <laughs> I think we've, we've transcended the chimes already. We've gone beyond the red God flag. God damn it! <laughs> this is her logic. I want a kid around 16 or 17. You know, someone who may have been in the system for a while. They can share a room oh. with your nephew. She only has a three-bedroom house. Or sleep in the garage. They can help what? me with housework, chores, cook, and help me with my business. She bakes and sells cookies. Also, they can babysit the kids so that me and Bob can go out sometimes or have some alone time. They'll be so grateful for a home and won't complain. I won't have to pay them at all. And then when they turn 18, I can just sign up for another foster kid. A teenager is just so much easier than a little kid. They will be grateful just to have a roof, food, and siblings if they have been separated from their real ones and clothes. No, 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 no. My husband just brought me a louder, more obnoxious noise <laughs> so that I could continue to make angry noises. I, I, I didn't even hear him come in, so I just imagined him walking in, setting it down for you. and then That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and then I smacked it really hard. I was horrified. Jesus. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm horrified, OP. Jesus Christ. God damn. I was horrified. I told her it was a horrible idea. She didn't listen to me. She went on with it anyway. About a month ago, a social worker showed up at my apartment to ask me some questions about my sister. Oh, God. <laughs> she had put me down as a character witness or something like that. I immediately told the social worker why my sister really wanted a foster kid and how she treated Good. me when I lived with her. The lady thanked Good. me. Good. Oh, my God. This is the best. Instant karma. <laughs> yeah. My sister called crying, saying that she wouldn't be considered for any adoptions or fosters. The social worker told her that they felt her home and her weren't a good fit. She asked me if I said anything, and I told the truth. She went off on me, hung up, and we haven't spoken since. She has sent some angry texts. A couple family members are on her side. They think foster kids are fucking dogs or something and would be happy just to have a roof and would gladly do all the housework. So am I the asshole here? No, you're a literal <laughs> life Overwhelmingly singer. not. You're a hero, OP. Yes. Absolute hero. As somebody who has worked with a lot of foster kids in schools, Jesus Christ. They're not stupid. They're not desperate. They're human beings. Yep. And I can guarantee you that... Any foster kid or social worker would see right through this. Mm -hmm. In my experience of social workers and foster children, even if she had managed to get the adoption through, that kid would have asked to leave immediately. Yeah. And, like, I think uh, she's probably, the sister is probably not giving the full story to the family members. Right. And so that's why oh, the no, family's on her side. And the OP should just yeah. be like, no, this is what she wanted. And that'll be a good litmus test because if the family still sides with the sister, then they aren't great people to spend your time and energy on. I'm just thinking about like the list of stuff that she says she wants this kid to do. So first off, she wants the kid to share a bedroom with a smaller kid. A kid who's too small to look after themselves, mm -hmm. clearly. Or sleep in the garage. Like a dog. Then she's like, oh, and then me and my husband can go out or have some alone time? Like what? The kid's meant to look- the foster child is meant to look after your kids while you're screwing somewhere. Gross. Um, help with the business, clean up, cook. What you want is a live-in nanny. And those exist. Not for the price that she wants to pay. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> there are no things I can hit loud enough <laughs> that <laughs> adequately express my rage. So yeah, uh, then <laughs> biggest asshole contender? Oh, for sure. Yeah. OP, I don't think, realizes exactly how heroic she is being. Well, I think, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe her family does suck. Maybe she's just being gaslighted from all sides into thinking that she did the wrong thing. So that's why she's doubting herself. Because when you get told that you're wrong, even though you know you're right, you can still start to doubt yourself. I mean, she, she lived with her sister for some time. Two years, yeah. Which suggests to me that there's other stuff going on in the family because normally you don't go live with your sibling yeah you go back and live with mom and dad true so i'm thinking that there was already some kind of friction between op and the rest of her family it is possible the sister was like no come live with me it'll be great you know and and that's also was like you don't have to move back in with mom and dad you can come live with me and then you can be a little more independent or whatever and just like lied to her and like the paying rent thing i don't know if i'm like really soft or whatever but if my sibling came to live with me because they were down on their look i don't think i'd make them pay rent it says like half of her pay so i know what a lot of parents will do is they'll like have or family members have them pay rent and then put that in a savings account and then when they move out you give that to them or just maybe like give me a hundred bucks a month to cover utilities or whatever but even then most people's rent is a third of their income well it should be so (laughs) it should be well in theory rent is a third of your income so making op pay half of her paycheck is not generous yeah especially if it's just a room well it even like it says that they have a Three bedrooms, so she either shared with one of the kids. Yeah, or was sleeping on the couch. Or they had the kids rooming together if they were young enough for that, or she lived in the garage. Half your paycheck is not no for one room or garage. And I think if I was charging rent to a sibling, it would be minimal. It'd be like, oh, give me 50 bucks for, like, food and electric. Yeah. Like, that's all you really need, because if you already have the house, then and you're already paying the mortgage or the rent or whatever, you don't really need somebody else to contribute to that unless they're a literal housemate. I don't know. Yeah. Opie's sister sounds like a whack job. Yeah. (laughs) Just... And her business is just selling, making and selling cookies? Yeah. Okay. Standard. Sounds like she wants to be perceived as, like, an awesome mom. She does sound like one of those Instagram moms, right? Yeah, to the outside world. So she's like, oh, I have my own business and I get to stay home and look after my kids and live, laugh, love. Yeah, et yeah. Etc. Etc. And she's like, "Oh, look at here's a picture of the kids. We're making cookies." And then, like, as soon as she's done with the photo shoot, she's like, "Okay, get out. Go watch TV. <laughs> okay, go." Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. So, um, let's see. There's a comment. She was very difficult to live with. My first job only paid me $400 at best sometimes, and she would demand $350 in rent or to get out. She would walk around naked, walk into my room, take my stuff, and then lose it, and then not replace it because, quote, it was in my house. Once I woke up to my nephew asking when I was going to make breakfast, my sister and Bob were gone. They left for a weekend and left me with the kids. I started drinking pretty heavily just to deal with the stress, and even slept in my car sometimes so I wouldn't go home. It got so bad that I had a system of climbing in and out of my window to avoid her. Jesus. Living with her sister gave her a drink problem. Yeah. What on earth? And then in another comment, she says, she believes that teenagers in foster care will just be happy to have a home, period. Quote, they won't need the attention that a little kid does, end quote. Oh, so untrue. Just to be clear, her husband was against this too, but she went ahead and started the process without him knowing. Oh my God. I just want to clarify something. Teenagers are not easy to look after. Yeah. They need a lot of attention. And how do I know this? Me with no children? Well, every year I gain 120 children. (laughs) (laughs) And they are very needy. They want your attention all the time. They need your validation. And their hormones mean that it's just sometimes near impossible to gauge what they want. Well, yeah, and especially one coming in from an outside environment so they don't know your family's communication style. If they're in the system for a while, they have trauma that they need to have emotional support for. And it's not just like, oh, I'll just import this robot to do all my cooking and cleaning and take care of the kids. And I'll say it because you haven't yet. Don't have kids if you don't want to take care Uh of them. Don't have kids if you don't want to look after them. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't said that. I completely forgot about it in the in the stress of the drinking problem. And Jesus Christ, bonked my elbow on my desk in the emphasis. <laughs> just there's just so much going on here that is bad and terrible. She went ahead with the adoption process without the husband knowing. Just went ahead and did it, even though he said no. Yeah, is that allowed? You can. I mean, I I would assume that if 
that she just went ahead and you don't need maybe everyone's permission to do that. But then, you know, they would have to do an interview with everyone in the Both family, including the children. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how mm-hmm. it works. My social worker friend, if you're listening to this, please message me and let me know. And then... At that point, he would either lie to make her happy and not angry because she's a psycho, or he would, yeah, not lie, and then it wouldn't go through anyway. So, yeah. The, 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 the social work system is put in place exactly to prevent this, right? I don't know what people think social workers sit around doing all day. <laughs> because... <laughs> Like, they're not just going to go, yup, here you go, his child. Uh, there was um, neighbours of ours when I was uh, younger, and I still lived in England in my parents' house. They they wanted to adopt a, a kid, and they managed to, after a process of three years. Wow. They're both, uh, they were both gainfully employed, both um, professors at universities, owned a home, good income, stable house. Married for several years, good relationship. There was nothing wrong with them. No drink, no drugs. It still took them three years. Now, at the time when I was a kid, I was like, wow, that's that's a really long time. Now I look back, I'm like, that is the exact right amount of time <laughs> to make sure that you are placing a child in a, in a home that is going to be loving and good for them. And, you know, there were still difficulties when the child came to live with them. He His background wasn't great and, you know, there were fights and whatever and he was eight eight when he came to live with them so that's even preteen. Yeah. there were problems and yeah i honestly don't know what people think social workers do all day they're not just filing paperwork they're interviewing people and they care about the kids that they're looking out for it's not just some child in a system with a number and you just go bloop, 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 and you place them in a house. That's not what happens. Yeah. There's this really good book I recommend um, for anybody who thinks they might want to go into the field of taking care of other people's children, including being a social worker. It's called The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog. And it is about like how we have this misconception of like, oh, you know, kids are resilient. They bounce back. They'll be fine. They don't need extra support if they go through something traumatic because they're just a kid and they they don't really understand it anyway and how not true that is the author of the book um he worked with some of the surviving children from the Waco incident mm. and like just some horrible situations and then even like somewhere the parents they meant well but they could not provide the care that they that the child needed and so it caused some like really significant issues later down in the kid's life so yeah even at the age of eight or four there was one kid at four years old was having some serious issues so like it's not like just because it happened when they were a baby doesn't mean they don't remember it even if they don't consciously remember it just like their emotions their muscle memory remembers it right and a a large portion of kids who end up in the in the system it's not because their parents were evil Mm -hmm. or or irreversibly damaged a lot of kids in the system still have contact with their parents and care very deeply about them and want to live with them so it's not that they're just going to be grateful for any home they have they want to be with their parents and that's just not possible yeah and there is a resentment that builds up in some of those kids where it's like why do i have to live here when my mom is three blocks down yeah so yeah it's 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 a minefield of emotional and and physical sometimes trauma for these kids you can't just put them in a house and be like all right do my dishes every day for nothing yeah and it's not like they like cps doesn't have the resources to take kids away the first time they get a complaint they just can't their first goal is to give the parents the tools that they need to better take care of their kids and so it's not like you get a foster kid and it's like oh they just like their parents left them home one time for six hours like no it's gonna be significant issues that you should be invested in supporting them through. Yeah. And I would say the best foster parents that I've ever met are parents who were really invested in their kids' emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. They've read books, they've been to psychologists, they've, you know, watched documentaries and they talk with their kids all the time about what happened to them. And, and you know, people who have the time and the resources to really invest in that child's well-being yeah so so what i'm saying basically is fuck op's sister (laughs) she's a piece of work and kind of viewpoints like that are why so many kids stay in the system for so long because people are trying to get one up on the system by getting a kid and it'll be fine 
instead of really thinking about it. Because what happens if the kid doesn't settle? They go straight back into the system. Mm -hmm. Um, Or worse, they end up in prison because they've done something ridiculous. Yeah, thank you, OP, for doing what you did. And OP, you're a hero. Yes. Absolutely sane. I commend you for standing up to your sister. I know that must be difficult. It sounds like your family fucking sucks. And I hope you get away from them. All of them. Every single one of them. <laughs> except for your niece and nephew. Yes. Who sound, sound lovely. And that's what sucks, right? She's like, I will babysit, you know, I just not all the time and set boundaries. And it's like, you want to make sure that they have one good role model. Right. Jeez. But then I'm thinking as well, like, if if the adoption had gone through, what is this just a carte blanche for OP's sister to neglect her actual kids? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't have to look after them anymore. I have another abandoned child to look after my kids. <laughs> yeah. So I said up top, this, the, the trigger warning was going to be for the first and last segment. I'm just going to have like, non-trigger warning is this episode. The penguin section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, penguins are joy and love, uh, and everybody should be invested in penguin love. Yeah, I. it sounds like OP set some good boundaries, and I get that she wants to still help out her niece and nephew. Yeah, but you've got to gotta set yourself some healthy limits, especially if, you know, you're, you're recovering from a substance abuse problem. Yeah. You can't, you can't be throwing yourself back into that situation. Yeah. I do like how she's like, the sister's like, did you say anything? And she's like, yeah, I told him that you fucking yeah, suck. Yeah, I told him <laughs> Stone cold badass. (laughs) Yeah, I told him. Yeah, I told him that you're a literal witch and you wanted to eat the foster children. Puts on shades, walks out. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) OP OP is the best. And I love OP. So I'm going to add, I'm going to add sister to the list of worst people of all time. Evil stepmother. Evil foster mom. Potential, potential evil foster mom. Are we going to have an actual poll at the end of the year? Yes. When we get... Like episode fifty, are we gonna do asshole of the year, and we'll just like reread all these things and make them compete? Oh my god, we can't reread all of them. I'm gonna have to write a summary because I already have five. We'll we'll reread the juiciest bits from each one. <laughs> so, uh, sorry for the heavy episode. Do you want to see the penguin again? Yeah, I want to. You know, I'm gonna look at the penguin again. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch this one in his little pond. Oh my god, he's so cute. His little tail, <laughs> flappy fins. Oh my god. Oh, I'd be so happy. We'll have to post some of the uh, live streams, the zoo live streams. Oh, to be as happy as a swimming penguin. Just watch the penguins while you listen to us talk about these horrible things. Yeah, he's so sweet. Anyway. Larry the penguin. <laughs> Comment, I would die for him. He is utterly adorable. <laughs> uh, is that is that in the Imgur comments? Yes. Let me open it again. We all need it. We all so need good. a penguin. So good. I would die for him. <laughs> How do you go about getting a penguin? Do they need a lot of special care? <laughs> How does one acquire a pet penguin? Well, you know a creepy, weird Brazilian guy. He gives <laughs> you the penguin. Penguin? Yeah. <laughs> don't even think about getting a penguin. They aren't pets. No, Do please not don't get to animal no. trafficking. Don't get a penguin. He kind of rescued him, so. <laughs> Do not get a penguin. Are you, are you the guy from Reddit with the shitty HOA that tried to make you get rid of that penguin? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's me. Oh, what what is the anime with the penguin? He looks like the penguin from, um, don't get mad at me, internet. I don't, I don't know what anime you're talking about. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Hey. Right? There's a penguin in that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't have the little, like, yellow frills on his head. That's that's a that's an emperor penguin with the yellow frills on their heads. Oh, it's got red frills. I don't know if that's a real penguin. It's just it's... a penguin they made up, like an avatar. Made up penguin? They are some of the cutest animals. I like... Ah, oh, he's so cute. Oh, my God. I love him. <laughs> What's his name? Pen Pen. Oh, my God. That's the best <laughs> name for a penguin. Every anime needs their, like, animal companion or pen squared pen pen or pen squared yes <laughs> yes reddit what's the deal with pen pen <laughs> all right where can we find you on the internet morgan you can find me at morgan underscore slay on twitter and you can find our podcast at r the letter u the word serious pod on twitter you can also email us cute penguin pictures yes. at r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com and where can they find you 
I am on Twitter, which is also bird-related, at Esme <laughs> underscore C underscore knows, as in knows lots of things. You can find the podcast on Facebook, R the letter, U the letter, serious podcast. Uh, and there will be a video of a happy swimming penguin, and <laughs> I will not be yelling at you with chimes or sound bells or anything like that. Do you want to hear them one more time before we go? play us out oh before we go donate to your local mutual aid fund Hell it yeah. is now august and people are gonna be struggling with rent and stuff and if you want to donate to the san diego mutual aid fund which is where i live you can find that on our twitter too and probably in the notes of this episode also there's a lot of new people so tell your friends tell everybody if you're looking for a non-political podcast we're mostly not political yeah we're just angry most of the time yes <laughs> but you can it's cathartic you know instead of just reading these you just listen to us yell and do some cool chimes the end